0: Hey and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better, because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Hey teacher and welcome to another episode of Get Richer Teacher. I've been in a mood for recording podcasts that are more about how we think about our work and how we think about ourselves and um, disappointingly or not disappointingly, hopefully, if you're listening to this, um, this is going to be another one in that same sort of manner, because today I wanted to talk to you about who you are and how you're not just a teacher. And hopefully... as I promised in the title, this episode will change a little bit the way you think. So I actually got inspired to record something like this um, after reading two books. And the books have changed my perspective so much. I I think they should literally be prescribed by psychotherapists or even teachers at schools. Honestly, they are so deep and i could relate to so much in them that honestly i i can only recommend them to you so if you've never heard of Brianna Wiest, uh definitely go and check her out. Brianna Wiest, I will obviously put a link to that name <clears throat> or sorry, just, just a written form of her name in the description of the podcast. And the two books that I mentioned are 101 Essays That Will Change the Way You Think. That's the first one. And the second one is The Mountain Is You and the second one um, Made The biggest impression on me. I think it's gonna be one of my favorite books ever and I think I know I'm gonna read it again. I've listened to it as an audiobook and I literally wanted to have it all in writing so I could highlight literally half of it. So uh, that's just a little bit of context and I wanted to let you know that if you um, want to do something for yourself, especially in that season now—the festive season. Perhaps you're you're running a little bit too fast, or maybe you're getting tired um, because the end of the year is coming. Then why not pick up something that might actually change the way you think? Um, so today I wanted to give you my own <clears throat> perspective uh, after having read those two books, and also a little bit of how I understand the message or multiple messages that the author um, was trying to sell there. So, basically, the first thing that I want you to start reflecting on um, is your role, basically your role. It's something so simple, but we often in that um, day-to-day life, day-to-day teaching, and and we kind of start working on autopilot. So, we basically prepare lessons, plan, teach maybe do a little bit of social media stuff and send some emails and um, we're constantly in the do mode and we don't realize that what we do actually has a massive impact on others. So it's very important that you sit down and you actually take a piece of paper, maybe a journal if you have one and start thinking of all the roles that you play in life if you want to, but at least as a teacher, because one of the most often, uh, one of the most usual things that I hear from teachers is that, yeah, I'm a teacher, I pass on knowledge, and they kind of stop there. But then, you know, rationally thinking, there is so much to it, so much more to it. You are a facilitator, you help people, open up, especially in group settings. You help them actually formulate sentences. You help them start a conversation. So you facilitate all of that and you organize them so that it makes the most sense. You might sometimes take on the role of a motivator, right? Because sometimes people don't feel like doing stuff and i know it's quite hard with adults because um you know they have their own lives their own shit going on so it's hard you can't you can you can bring a horse or a lead to a horse to water but you can't make it drink but very often your role comes down to just pointing the horse to the water it's here you just have to take it so basically that's what i'm doing here <laughs> by the way it's um inspiring you and motivating you to take Inspired action that is less focused on doing the strategic things but more focused on something that will have a much bigger ripple effect, which is actually um, working on yourself. Working on yourself. So that all comes down to. um, Sorry for the digression. There is is more roles I wanted to talk about and then jump onto um, that other conclusion. So. We've talked about being a facilitator, being a motivator. What other roles can you identify? Do you sometimes listen to people's problems? Do you sometimes act as a parent? Do you sometimes ask uh, act as a bartender or a psychotherapist? I think these are two um, people in one. <laughs> um, do you? How else do you help your people? How else do you have an impact on their life? Because. And this activity is important and your awareness in that area is super important because this is basically your greatest motivator for why you might be doing what you're doing. Reminding yourself of, I'm not just there to spend an hour with someone and to pass on some new knowledge, right? Because your imposter syndrome is telling you that if I don't give them a new list of words, then they are not learning. No, your role is so much wider and it's so much more holistic and this is how you should be reminding yourself of it. So even having a written record of it might be helpful because then it's it's yes, it's also it's it's one it's motivating because yeah, I actually matter so much more than what um, like the, the, the frames of my of my job put me into. but also it will help you look from a different perspective at different things in your business such as charging because very often teachers who struggle with pricing or charging what we say what they're worth, they very often get stuck onto the idea but I only spend an hour with that person. How can I change so much for that hour? But let's be realistic here. Is it that hour that makes an impact on somebody's life? Or is it something else? Is it the fact that they are being kept accountable, that they get to meet you every week, that they get to uh, be given something to do by you, guided by you? There is so much more, right? So, one, you should already know that charging by the hour and thinking that it's it's only the hour of your time that matters is just wrong and we should be changing our own perspective on that but also it's important that you make your students realize that that your role is a wider um, uh, role and they can use all the benefits or reap all the um, all the benefits of that when they work with you, because you're going to be their supporter outside class as well, right? They can share their win, which is sometimes um, the most valuable thing. Like if you're an exam teacher, for example, and they share their exam result, imagine how amazing that feels and how much gratitude they will be feeling. So just always, always remind yourself of that. So that's one side of the story. You're not just a teacher, right? And another thing, I think that comes down to, um, like, that is that is the reason why we often get so hung up on, oh, but people won't be able to pay that much. Or, oh, people, who will buy it? Who will be interested? Or, I'm not sh- sure if people will want it. I would want to do groups, but I don't know if people would want it. Is we often look for um, like rational reasoning outside ourselves. And while I'm not saying um, focus on yourself because the world doesn't revolve around you, but do you know what the best gift that you can give to the world is? It is working on yourself. Because at the end of the day, you really have no influence over somebody else's progress or growth you can show them the path you can uh, guide them you can support them you can cheer them on but at the end of the day it's their decision even if they're a child you know because very often then they are um, kind of guided by their parents as well so there are so many other factors that you have no control over so the only thing the only person you've got control over is yourself so imagine what would happen if you worked on yourself, if you worked on your attitude towards learning and teaching? What if you worked on your uh, beliefs around charging what people are willing to pay or not? What if you focused all those thoughts on you? I know that I've got experience and I can help somebody reach their goal if they put in the work, right? But that kind of, I don't, I'm not even mentioning that because it's in brackets, it's obvious that in the process of learning a skill, you cannot literally teach somebody a skill. You cannot. They can learn. They can take that on from you, but you cannot make them know something, right? And I hope you know that or begin to understand that because, Mm, And that's that's one of the things that you could change um, when it comes to thinking about your role as a teacher. (coughs) Another thing might be, pardon me, another thing might be you thinking um, about how sometimes we like to blame external circumstances for things that don't work out for us. It's like, for example, you may think, oh, I really wanted to start being active and consistent on Instagram, but there was just so much to do. I have no time. And that argument, I have no time, is just so common. People say, I've got no time because there are so many things. Like, for example, <clears throat> you have a family, you have children, and obviously you have lots of things and responsibilities. But again, Everybody has the same amount of time during the day. I've got the same amount of time. I've got a family. I've got a child. I've got a house to clean. I've got a garden that looks like a mess. (laughs) I've got so many things going on. And I'm also multi-passionate. So I've got thousands of ideas that I want to realize every five minutes. So how do I all do it? I don't. I don't do everything. I just prioritize at times and I drop some of the things. And guess what? It's a choice. It's not circumstances don't happen to you. Obviously, apart from things like trauma, I've been through trauma and, and negative experiences, you've got no control over that. But you have control over how you move on from there or how you Uh, how your attitude is and how you're thinking about those circumstances is because I could have completely given up like you may have seen it on Instagram I shared quite openly how hard the beginnings of my um, motherhood were for me I had postnatal depression and everything I could have completely given up because it was another choice and I did give up for many many months I didn't want to do anything I was frustrated angry and sad but then there comes a moment when you realize this is all up to me. It's not a circumstance. You cannot give control to that circumstance, right? Or another example might be money. So everybody I think is now kind of experiences the effect of the financial crisis, the prices are going up, the inflation is super high, Um, like the prices of electricity and gas and everything are super high. And like I had this conversation with my husband and I asked, so are you like panicky when it comes to our electricity bills. And he said, it's worrying, but I'm not panicky. And then we had that really deep conversation about how sometimes we think, because obviously, that's an external circumstance, the prices of gas and um, electricity are going up, and we might struggle. But again, it's up to us how we approach it. What if we all thought, it's temporary, we're gonna go through it, and we're going to be fine on the other side. It might be hard and nobody is expecting you to just, you know, to just um, to just pretend like nothing is happening. Absolutely not. But you can totally tell yourself that this is temporary and it too shall pass, right? And the same with any negative situation in your life, uh, really, really... <clears throat> Unaligned student who is just getting on your nerves, who is always late or always uh, late with payments or whatever. You can make decisions that will change the course of all that. So I'm just going to repeat myself. Think of how big your role is when it comes to being a teacher or even in life. Like what other lives do you influence? and how what impact do you have on them with everything that you do and the best thing that you do to even expand this impact is to work on yourself is to make your circumstances work for you or think about them in a different way so they don't so they don't limit you because when people see that there is someone who despite adverse like adversity, despite negative circumstances, despite trauma, despite neurodiversity, despite, um, I don't know, sexual orientation, because that still might be a problem for so many people, that they succeed. It's the most inspiring and fire igniting thing in the world. So I understand that you might not feel the need to inspire other people, that that you just want to sort your own life out. But just remember and remind yourself that It will happen anyway. And if you work on yourself, people that you attract into your life will also be less random. There will be people who will be in that kind of state of, oh my God, you're inspiring. I love what you do. I love how you... Um, how you present things. I love how you've changed my perspective on language. It's people usually don't tell you, I love how many new words you've taught me. It's about changing something that is so much deeper in them, right? So the more positive outlook you have on certain situations and approach and a humanistic approach to people, to your students and to life, the better it is for everyone. Everybody, you included, and everybody around you. All right? I hope it has given you lots of food for thought. Again read Brianna Wiest's books The Mountain Is You this is all about self-sabotage and uh, the 101 essays that you can just literally dip into in and out I didn't read the essays in like a linear manner I just dipped into it when I when I felt like it and it was absolutely amazing and I'm gonna link to those books or give you the titles in the description hope you'll get inspired all right let me know your thoughts and reflections and I'll see you in the next episode bye It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at Ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.